Great Escape. I'm author C.J. Peterson, and my co-host over on this side is author Michael Scott Clifton. Today we have some very special guests, Rob and Joan Carden. We'll get to them in just a few minutes. Um, until then, Mike, how are you, and how was your weekend? Well, I've been work, working in the yard. Um, you know, I've got several passions. Of course, my family's top of the list. Um, but I enjoy working in the garden. I like growing flowers and vegetables. Of course, writing, uh, reading, and so been working out in the yard for the last week or so, and uh, you know, planting flowers. I've got a big pea patch I planted just the other day, and uh, last year it was kind of a disaster. We were talking earlier about weather. Well, last year it was hot and dry, and uh, the pea patch kind of burned up. But oh, uh, no. you know, I am a, a proud pea picker, so uh, <laughs> enjoy doing that. Um, I do have uh, uh, a uh, event coming up. Hello, got a book event coming up uh, next week. Uh, next Saturday will be at the Winsboro Book Festival. I did that uh, several years ago, so I'm going to go back and do it this year. And uh, um, and then I reached for milestone for me anyway. My uh, latest book, which is going to be finished sometime in July, I think I've got past the halfway mark on it. It's going to be a really good one, and I'm excited about that. And uh, got a chance to uh, to uh, have uh, be on the show with the Voice of Indie Authors next month. Looking forward to that. Kind of you know with uh, with with y'all. You know, thank you for for you know Robin Joan for having having me on, and I know CJ's been on as well. Yep. So I'm kind of I was nervous at first when and CJ knows this back back in the day i was kind of nervous at first but i'm kind of getting used to it now i don't know if that means i'm better or worse but anyway I've, you know it, it, it's it, it it's more enjoyable to me now so uh, anyway and we get to see my son this weekend celebrate his yay. yay well we have i'm sharing right now the netwo northeast writer writers or northeast texas writers association organization I'm going to get this out. Let me try this one more time. Northeast Texas Writers Organization Spring Conference is the 29th of April. I will be a guest there as well as Stone Key and Danny Wayne, both who we've had on our show. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And you can actually attend if you'd like. There's information on there. Just email netwowriters at gmail.com. That's N-E-T-W-O-W-R-I-T-E. RS at gmail.com and that's gonna be April 29th from nine to three. So super excited about that. I just did the Chautauqua Festival last weekend. That's always fun. There are a few things that um, Nancy's sent a thumbs up. Um, there's a few things that I kind of block off each year and Chautauqua Festival and Kilgore Geekend are two of them. So I got to do one last weekend and it's always fun. I love the local events. You get a lot of local color that comes in, a lot of like local artists as well as they had this killer saxophone player, Lodi. He, I'm like, dude, where have you been all day? You could have just played all day and it would have been fine. <laughs> he was that good. It, he was crazy good. Uh, then on, like I said, we have this April 29th and then May 6th and 7th, I'll be doing Kilgore Geekin in Kilgore, Texas. So that'll be fun. Um, that's kind of what we tell people. It's like um, a street fair and a Comic-Con had a baby. That's Kilgore <laughs> Weekend. 
So it's kind of a, a good eclectic mix. There's cosplay contests, there's artists, authors, other vendors, there's food vendors, there's the snow cone dude. He is awesome. Um, there's little shows here and there, all sorts of fun. And I love doing Kilgore Geek End. Um, and then this weekend, we're celebrating our daughter's birthday. So happy hey. birthday, Casey. So we'll be having that. Uh, George is here. George Smukes, who was also on here. He says, I'm here. Better late than ever. Well, you know. So, but now we're going to get to our guests, Rob and Joan Carter. How are you guys? We're great. Thanks. We're doing great. <laughs> so we'll it's be so nice to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having us. You know, on. it's nice to be here instead of being on the other side of the desk, so to speak. <laughs> Which will be on the other side tonight. So yeah. there you go. Well, for us, it's, it's fun either way. So tonight, you just mentioned you have a podcast. Could you tell us a little bit about your podcast before we get started? Yes. Um, well, it's Meet the Author podcast, and we've been doing it a couple of years now. Um, it's every Wednesday night at seven o'clock, uh, without fail. Sometimes Eastern time. Eastern, 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 yeah. Eastern time, U.S. Uh, in the United so States. Central for those who are watching the Central Zone. Yeah. And then we have a global audience, which we're very happy about, um, mostly on our on our uh, audio podcast. Uh, we turn after we do the video, we put it over onto the audio and it goes out on all the major um, podcast platforms um, like Spotify and Amazon and iHeartRadio, all, all of them. And uh, uh, right now we're. We used to be 90% United States listeners <laughs> on those downloads, but we've shrunk down to 50% United States, yeah. and the rest are places like Australia, New Zealand, Bangladesh, uh, Qatar, Saudi Arabia. The Arab Emirates. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy places that yeah. you wouldn't think, but, yep. you know, we're Cameroon. very thankful. Philippines, uh, Japan. Uh, so we're really happy with that. We're like, a, I think we've had over 26,000 downloads now in the last two years. So amazing. Congratulations. So we're, we're yeah. trying, we're getting out there somehow. I don't know how. But. And the best part is getting authors and their books out that is because the whole reason. anyone who is an author knows <laughs> yeah. it's tough to market. And so anything that anybody can do. So thank you for having us on. Oh, definitely. Like, market our books. Yeah. Well, thank you for having both of us on yours too. So you're welcome. And it was you're a pleasure for yes. both of you for yes. real. Yeah. yeah really we fun. Enjoy. Um yeah. so we're going to be talking about uh the genre mystery. Yes. So you guys kind of have a bit of a unique spin on mystery as well because you also have uh another thing that you do besides writing. Can we talk about that for like two minutes before we jump into the actual mystery portion? Oh you mean being paranormal investigators or yes. <laughs> I think that's South Texas. South right? Texas, he mm -hmm. mentioned. Oh. South Texas. <laughs> yeah. South with an X. Uh -huh. George <laughs> says in the strangest place of all, South Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're paranormal investigators, and that's I don't know which is more of a passion, authors and or you know, in writing or or paranormal investigation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we do. Par we're paranormal investigators. We're part of a team called Tampa Bay Spirits. Um, we go really all over the country and do anybody that needs help here at <laughs> yeah. anyone that can, <laughs> it it's is cool. Awesome. Really, really like it. And we, uh, if anyone needs help, you know, we'll go to their house and, 
And uh, uh, most of all, uh, we want to debunk and uh, That's how we start. tell you if uh, your house maybe has high EMF because it's not shielded well, your wiring isn't shielded well, it's old or something like that. That can give you delusions and paranoia and actually make you feel nauseated and yeah. And things like that. So that's the first thing we do when we go in is we do a baseline EMF reading all over the house to see if anything like that is happening. Um, maybe there are pipes that need to be attached better. And so they can make knocking sounds in your wall. I mean, they can knock pretty loud and make you think something's going on. And so we try to do that kind of thing. If you're seeing shadow figures, you know, maybe there's somebody driving down your street and their headlights are hitting your house in a funny way and it'll look like a shadow. There's, we just try to debunk everything, okay? And after we debunk, if there are still things happening, then we get into an inv investigating that. So you kind of go in, pulling a little X-Files here, you go in as Scully and you go out as Mulder. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You need an even blend of Scully and Mulder, I think. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so does any of that blend into your writing? Well, it is going to be in our next book. Yeah, it really, it really didn't in, in, yeah. our, in our first series uh, yeah. that we wrote. Uh, but then uh, we've been asked to be a part of uh, Magnolia Bluff uh, Crime Chronicles. Oh, cool. We're, we're going to be the first one in 2024 in January. Uh, Lord willing and the creek don't rise, as George would say. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a Texas saying, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know. It is. Period. Probably uh, is. <laughs> Let's just put anything south of the Mason-Dixon, you're good to say that. Yeah, there's, there you go. Okay, cool. Um, but anyway, th that is going to actually be based on uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Spirits, Spirits and, mm -hmm. uh, and what we do. So the characters in there are going to be actually doing investigations and solving a murder uh, Very cool. Possibly. Well, actually, trying to prevent a murder. Trying to prevent. Not to give too much away, but <laughs> right. one of one of the team members has okay. Yeah. Well, one of the team members had a what you would call a premonition or a precognition of uh, someone being in danger. But there's also something going on in a relative's house. So it won't be. It'll be a fictionalized story. Mm -hmm. We're going to use Tampa Bay Spirits, the name of Tampa Bay Spirits, um, but we'll have two fictional investigators and uh yeah. but everything that will be in the book will be things that we actually do and things that we've actually experienced yeah so the, work, the working title is a chance of a ghost oh <laughs> so how did y'all catch yourself up on where things were at in the magnolia bluff series oh my god we haven't caught There's no yet. such thing There's... as catching up on where the Magnolia Bluff series That's is. That's not possible. We were right. just describing a house and we went through pages of stuff so that we could get it right. I have a, I have a file folder and I stopped printing them out yeah. after a while, but not soon enough. Our but Bible. This thick, this thick of, of uh, pages of all the different characters, all the different wow. places in town and... and uh, kind of like uh, a reference book now, huh? But people, people have been asking us to do a paranormal uh, mystery or a paranormal book for a long time. And so, you know, this finally gave us the, the push to do it. And we're really having fun doing it, actually. You well, know? I'm excited for it to come out. You said January 2024? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. yes. Okay. Yeah. So have you all ever considered doing a nonfiction book based on your paranormal experiences? It sounds like... Like y'all have had some really interesting uh, th phenomena that y'all have observed. 
Yeah, uh, we have. And mm -hmm. actually, we've start we've started writing that one. And it, it was funny. We were blending it with things that happened with our family because we have six children and 14 grandchildren. And we've had some interesting things happen in our lives. Anybody with that many children <laughs> does. And um, <clears throat> so we started writing a book about that. But all of the paranormal stuff started bleeding into that book. And then we've also had supernatural stuff happen. And um, so now we're going to separate that out into two books where we would have the family stuff and the supernatural stuff, things, miracles that have happened in our family and things like that. And then the paranormal stuff, which um, is a, in a different niche in a different little box and not have them come together it would have been too long of a book and confusing so <laughs> but yeah i think we will write a book just about all the paranormal stuff that we've experienced and do it more from a clinical viewpoint that'd be cool um so mystery your genre mainly for your books are mystery can you tell us a little bit about them and you know kind of what differs you from other mystery novels <sighs> Okay. Um, well, we have a trilogy. Uh, it's the O'Rourke crime novels. Um, the first one is called Bioprints. Right here. You can see it's got a smoking gun on the, on the cover. Speaking of rather cliches, cliche. as we were talking about earlier <laughs> before the show. Where um, that was on purpose. Bioprinting comes in, uh, which, which we did a lot of research on. Um, the main character is uh, Ryan uh, O'Rourke, and he's an insurance, a fraud insurance investigator. Think Dennis Stanton on Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, there you go. Ah, okay. Um, and his best friend and protege out in California uh, is murdered uh, mysteriously and sends him a cryptic uh, envelope and so he goes in a voicemail in a voicemail, uh, very cryptic. And, and he winds up having to follow the trail and, 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 uh, goes through all sorts of stuff. So it's, it's using high tech, uh, at the time it was very high tech. And, uh, what we learned even as we wrote it was that, um, they were even at that point with 3d printers, they were making, uh, body parts. Uh, for people that were successfully being used, you know, that's what bioprinting is, right? Right, is and, 3D uh, printing of you know, so they not only bioprinted a, a weapon, but they also bioprinted were bioprinting body parts and and uh, black marketing them. And so, bad guys were bad guys were, yeah, no, so that's not creepy at all, yeah, not, not at all. So, we're, we're using a blend of you know, uh, old fashioned detective work and. Uh, high tech uh, mm -hmm. blend, blending those two together. Mm -hmm. So that, that's that's kind of how they're different. The second one. Second one is Flash Zombies. Would you like to talk a little bit about what Flash Zombies? Okay. okay Flash hold, on, hold on a second. George does have a question. George Smeeks wants to know. Okay, so help me out here. What is the difference between supernatural and paranormal? Well, George, if you look it up in the dictionary, supernatural and paranormal are the same. They're going to tell you that it's the same. In my little head, <laughs> paranormal is anything that has to do with um, like UFOs or uh, entities, things that go knock in the night. And the supernatural is anything when I see God intervening 
in my life or somebody else's life, you know, like you pray for healing and someone is healed, you know, things like that. You pray for comfort when someone things you can't explain things you can't explain. logically, but to me, that's the difference. But actually, if you're going to go to Merriam-Webster dictionary, they're going to be the same. Thank you. Sorry. Go ahead. Second book. Okay. Okay. Back to flash zombies, which was almost yeah, well right there. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, Nancy Hudgens says, wow, bioprinting body parts, not creepy at all. I'm with you. <laughs> it's, it's very creepy yeah. and, and, and it's being done people. I mean, back when we did it, they were, you, they were making uh, veins, the vena cava yeah, blood vessels and veins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And using them in heart surgery. And, and they actually, you know, they can now bioprint different parts of the liver and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting medical. <laughs> I saw that movie. It didn't end well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Flash Zombies Zombie. is not about Sam Zombies, just nope. to let you know. It's not um, about it's, Flash. Flashing. <laughs> no. People are not flashing. <laughs> no. It's a flash mob of zombies that these crooks have decided what a great way to steal high-end jewelry. Have a flash mob of zombies appear, and while everybody's watching, including the people, then you have someone go in there who's already in there uh, talking about high end jewelry, and they make off with the jewelry. There's also um, uh, some mob situation going on there, the mob, and there is also like this punk drug group that's going on. There's two twins who are uh, bad guys and they are very well-intentioned, not very well-intentioned at all. They're not the brightest criminals on the block. No, they're brothers. <laughs> they're twins. Yeah. They're twins. <laughs> so wow. that's, that's flash zombies. So there's a lot going on in that book. There's drugs being stolen from hospitals and yeah, they're, they're doing a lot of stuff. Let, oh, let me say we have an ensemble cast. We have Ryan and his love interest, Siobhan. And then we have Rachel Parks and her love interest, Tony Bocelli. And R Rachel is like one of my favorite characters because she loves guns and she knows how to use guns. And if there's ever a chance to use guns, Rachel is like, yay, let's go. <laughs> I've got my Glock. So, yeah, it's... Uh, that's we have an ensemble protagonist. In, in you know, you, you described a scene that I just thought I read about in the news in, in San Francisco, not <laughs> flash zombies or flash mobs. You know, oh, really? You know, huh. yeah, snatching. Yeah. Just wow, well, they wrote it first because it's in print. Yeah. So you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was in life. 2012. 2013. Yeah, 2013. Oh, yeah. Promise you. Yeah, I believe you. Okay, that's our okay. third one. And then the third one, and the final one in the trilogy, is, or the series, is oh. Clone Drops. Now, this is the old cover. Can we hold up the new cover? Yeah. We have the new a cover's new cover. a little more menacing looking. Yeah, it looks, yeah. It looks tougher. It's brand new. It does. Okay, so yeah. what's that one about? Okay, so this one is about um, the bad guys this time have bioprinted, uh, not have bioprinted, have 3D printed um, drones. And they're 
whacking them out at a great rate and they're weaponizing them. And this was before anyone had done this. Now, this is just a little drone. We're not talking about the drones that our government's been using for years. Not, not the military drones. Not the military drones. Just your regular drone that you can buy for a few thousand dollars. A good drone that you use to, you know, to film things and stuff. And so they're um, killing off uh, senators mm -hmm. with these Ooh. drones. They will come up into their house window. Yeah, yeah there's gun legislation in, in the in the Senate, and these they're taking out this the Senate subcommittee. The whole subcommittee. Yeah. So we don't know. When you're reading the book, you don't know why they're doing this. And this was back in 2014. So and it, each one of our books has been a little bit <laughs> ahead of the We're not causing these things. <laughs> so would you classify them besides just as mystery? Would you say they, they sort of drift toward thrillers as well? Thriller, suspense, yeah. 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 Especially, they kind of grew that way. Uh, Clone Drones, I think, is especially that way especially yeah. yeah and in clone drones we have another twist there uh, at the, toward the beginning one of the members of ryan's <laughs> investigative team gets kidnapped um and by the mob because the mob's mad because of what happened in flash zombies because <laughs> they took down the boss they up in wisconsin a, yeah the, one of the mob bosses in wisconsin yeah. so, so they're the, out for revenge the mob is out for revenge so they've got them kind of split trying to solve both things trying to get their team member back and and uh, i've talked a lot about this on our show but in the second book flash zombies there is a scene <laughs> that takes place in um in a, a what do you call it storage unit okay mm -hmm. And it's between the mob and one of those punk drug gang members that we were talking about because they are clashing. Mm -hmm. And um, it scared me from, and we wrote it, and it scared me from going <laughs> into my own storage unit for the longest time. <laughs> so, Paul wants to know which of your series is available in audio. Do you have any audio? Only clone drones. Only clone drones. Okay. Yeah. Well, the way that you guys write it is almost like, meets mystery meets thriller idea so where do you guys get your ideas because obviously you're a little ahead of the time and yeah. people are now catching up to you but you know where did you get those ideas isn't that weird that's so strange isn't it um i'm gonna take them all off the shelf now <laughs> right well especially i have to tell you especially uh clone drones weaponizing the the thing because about a year and a half after we did that, an 18-year-old in upstate New York did that. Mm. Weaponized a drone, drone yeah. and used it. That was the first time I heard of that. So, so we were kind of felt like Rod Serling on Twilight Zone with hijacking, you know, because <laughs> he did the first hijacking as a part of Twilight Zone. And then so Cooper actually did it. If there was someone kind of interested in that style of writing mysteries, would you? what advice would you give them? Hmm. Well, there's a lot of research that you have to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you need to like research. Yeah. I like doing research. Um, you like research, don't you? I did like research until I did all that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it's all seriousness. Um, I honestly don't know where we get our ideas from. 
we just no, sit just and we just talk about it. And it, the characters wrote themselves. So yeah. oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, we always get on our show. Are you a plotter or a pantser? And Ooh. we're really pantsers. Major pantsers. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now there, there is like poster child for pantser right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now there is some. You have to keep track of what color hair and how tall they are, yeah. and, you know, different things like that, because I forget. So if I don't write that down, if I don't write down what the description is, you're going to find me changing it. Go back it. and make yeah. sure your timeline is correct, you know, yeah. all that. Yeah, you have yeah, to they actually a, a list of, right. a running list of like the characters and right. exactly you know, describe mm -hmm. them at all, or especially when I was doing like the Sands of Time trilogy with the um, abilities, the gifts. I had to make sure that he, I remembered which person had which gift. Otherwise, which gift? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because that gets that gets crazy. But and going back to the idea of where the ideas came from, I think when we first started Bioprints, that was your idea. I was trying to think of something that was cutting edge, you know, uh, that would possibly be something interesting in the future. You know, I remember thinking that way. Yeah, uh, 3D printing has fascinated me. Even when I first started hearing about it, it's like, how does that happen? Right. It's almost like the TV, you know, how does a picture go on the screen, you know? And now look at us. Yeah, know? now our grandson has a 3D printer. <laughs> our grandson has his what own. What would you like printer. me to? He's not bioprinting, is he? I mean, <laughs> no. Oh. He's making me flamingo napkin holders. Yeah. <laughs> if we ever need so, any body parts, I guess he could. Uh, so I have a question for y'all, and I bet you've been asked this many times. So you're a writing partnership. How do you do that? Does one do, do Rob, do you write a chapter and then Joan writes a chapter? Mm -mm. Do, do one of you write the chapter? The other looks over to make suggestions on changes. How does that work with y'all? We pretty much talk over the ideas where we want to go uh, at first. Then we just start writing and we, we, we agree together on where we're heading. And, yep. And uh, we just start going with Bounce it. Bouncing ideas off if, of each other. Yeah. And if, if one person gets going with it, you know, then we keep going. And then maybe the other person will jump in there and, mm -hmm. and go with a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, sometimes we put the brakes on and say, nah, that just doesn't sound right. And we erase that entire thing or we yeah. push it off to the end and maybe we'll put it in later, you know. Uh, but we write together. It's a process. We sit down together and yeah, we write together. We try to do at least an hour a day. Very and cool. talk the ideas off of each other. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. he, he thought of bioprints. Together we thought of uh, flash zombies. Mm -hmm. That's because we liked flash mobs. and We thought flash mobs and zombies were very popular at the time. So mm -hmm. name the company Flash Mob Zombies. Yeah. Flash zombies. And then clone drones, um, he thought of that one. Again, that was his idea. I guess he's the prophet in the family. <laughs> well, you guys have been a treat to talk to. We have just a few minutes left. If there was one gold nugget that you can give to somebody who's listening and kind of considering writing mystery, maybe even a little bit of a techie mystery, what one gold nugget would you give them? Research. Yeah. But you know, honestly, start to write right and don't give up and don't expect to get rich do it because you enjoy doing it <laughs> yeah 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 
please don't expect to get rich. <laughs> and enjoy when when these get delivered to your house uh, yeah. for the first time, and you open that box. Enjoy the heck out of it. Because mm -hmm. everyone does. It's great. It's awesome. It's a great feeling, you know. It is. Well, thank you guys for coming on. You're always a treat to talk to. Um, thank you. Make sure to look them up if you want to learn more about Robin Joan Carter. They can be found at https indiebooksource.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-B-O-O-K-S-O-U-R-C-E.com. You can also look up at their novels at carternovels.com, C-A-R-T-E-R-N-O-V-E-L-S.com. Also, tampabayspirits1.com. That's for our normal one. Awesome. Uh, Paul Hollis says, excellent podcast. Thanks for sharing. Dana Wayne says, great show. Well, Thank see you soon next week. We're going to be talking about what's in a name. Because we had mentioned a couple times about our favorite characters and their names. Where do they come from? Why are they important? Are they important? So we'll find out next week at 1 o'clock at Book World, The Great Escape. In the meantime, have a great week. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.